Hello, 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 everyone. Hope you're doing well out there. Hope everybody's happy, healthy, and well-adjusted and made it through all of the holiday festivities. That's right. We made it to the other side. 2021 is here, and I'm excited about that. Oh, I'm Zach, and this is the That's What I'm Screaming podcast. And yes, if you're new to the podcast, these are all the things that are on my mind, and that's what I'm screaming, yo. You ready? Okay. So, Happy New Year to everyone. I hope you're doing well. I hope your uh, holiday hangover isn't too terribly uh, devastating. Hope you've got some money left. Hope you have some friends left. Hope you have some family left. Hope you haven't alienated everyone and spent all your money. Because now we've got a new year and new ideas and new things to do. We've got a lot to do. So um, we'll start out this podcast by saying I've been on vacation. I haven't been at work in, since around noon uh, on Christmas Eve. So I've had all of this previous week off. And, and I go back to work tomorrow morning, back to my normal grind, my normal routine. Um, usually when I take this much time off, I think it's been, I think, like 11 days or something, maybe 12 days, something like that. Uh, usually when I take that much time off somewhere towards the end of my vacation, uh, I'm ready to get back to work. I'm ready to get back into a routine. I'm ready to get back into the discipline and the grind. But this year is a little different. I'm really, man, I, I, I would love another week off. I would love to take some more time and just chill and relax. It's been uh, it's been very enjoyable. I've learned from this vacation that from now on, I need to coordinate my vacation time with my girlfriend. Uh, for two reasons. Number one, because I think it would be a lot more enjoyable for both of us. And number two, because she told me to. So there's that. But um, no, it, it's it's been a good vacation. I didn't go anywhere. Uh, I saw my son, which was great. But I didn't do anything out of the ordinary. I didn't do any extensive traveling or anything like that. Just kind of hung out, chilled a little bit, drank some beer, drank some wine. You know, just had a good time. But um, it's made me think more about ideas that I've had over the last couple of years. And um, part of the idea is why I started this podcast. Um, it's, it's really kind of a thing where it started at the beginning of the pandemic where I felt like I needed an outlet. I needed something to do. I needed a new hobby, a new creation. And that's how it started. I'd always wanted to do a podcast since I started listening to podcasts. But uh, earlier this year, the podcast started because I said, that's what I want to do. I want to get my voice out there and talk and do that stuff because that's what I do. I talk. But at some point, it, it became more therapeutic than it did creative. And I mean, I've needed it. And I think a lot of people have needed that outlet over the last year. And um, it made me further think about my thoughts on side hustles. Um, I, I like my job. I'm going to say that. I, I do like my job. There are parts of it, like everyone's job, there are parts of it I like more than others. Uh, there's some days I just don't want to go to work. There are some days I'm excited to go to work. It's just, you know, it's I'm like everybody else. Um, good days, bad days, it all kind of blends together. But overall, I would say if I had to rate my job, I would, I would say I like it. 
Don't love it, but I like it. And I've always thought that if I could find something that I truly, truly enjoy doing and were willing to do it every day and can make the same amount of money that I make doing my job, then I would do that. And I guess that would be considered a side hustle. Side hustle probably has different meanings to different people, and that's cool. Um, to me, a side hustle is basically a hobby that you enjoy doing and happen to get paid for. That's my definition of a side hustle. And I've had a lot of time to think about these things over the last few months. And I've always wanted a side hustle, always. But the problem that I have is that I really don't know what I want to be when I grow up. So my ultimate side hustle would be that I would want to be a professional musician and get paid to play music. Well, I'm not good enough, number one. Uh, number two, not many people. There are a lot of people out there that play musical instruments, but there are very few professional musicians. And only the top 1% of those few people actually make a good living doing it. So it's not something that... I feel that I'm good enough to do and be able to turn it into a full-fledged side hustle, a money-making adventure. So my problem is that I know a lot of shit about a lot of things, but I don't know everything about anything. And the one thing that I'm actually good at is talking. I've never met a stranger. I can start up a conversation with anybody. I can talk to you about anything. Um, I was born with the gift of gab and my career that I've had for the last 22 years now has fed into that. That's what I get paid to do. I'm a salesman. I get paid to talk to people. So I'm kind of already doing that. I'm already doing what I'm good at, what I'm the best at. So I thought when I started this podcast that Maybe I'll get lucky. I catch a break and I could do this podcast and maybe catch a sponsor or two and somebody would pay me to talk. But that hasn't happened yet. And I've looked around over the last several months and there's thousands upon thousands of podcasts out there. So I don't know exactly what I would do to make mine stand out to where a sponsor would actually say, Hey, we like what you're doing. Here's some money to keep it going, to make it bigger, to make it better. Haven't had that happen yet. Maybe it will, who knows, but I've also had other ideas for other podcasts that I would like to do that. I'm not going to share with you because I don't want you to steal my ideas. And I don't want to be a letdown in case I never do them, but I've got a couple of ideas um, interview style podcast that I have mentioned to people. And, um, yeah, I, I think this year would be the year I'm going to pursue that. So that's what I want to do. I want to do an interview style podcast where I just talk to cool people about whatever they want to talk about. Tell me their life story, you know, your uh, whatever in life and tell me how you got there kind of, kind of situation. But, other things have happened here recently that's made me think more about side hustles. And I've always believed 
that everyone should have a hobby. Everyone should have something that's their own that they do for themselves. They don't do it for a paycheck. They don't do it for notoriety. They don't do it for any kind of special recognition. They do it only for themselves and they do it for themselves. Um, so now I've changed my viewpoint on that a little bit. And to be honest with you, what has changed my views on it is our modern society. So I saw a news blip a while back that told me that through the COVID relief uh, funding that was voted on and passed back at the beginning of all this, that our government with our tax dollars, my tax dollars, your tax dollars, the tax dollars that we go out every day and earn and and create through our work and through our due diligence of getting out of bed every day and going out and doing the right thing. So our tax dollars were taken from us <clears throat> by our government and they gave Joel Osteen $4.4 million as part of the COVID relief plan. $4.4 million to a TV evangelist. Well, at first when I heard this, I thought that's just completely ridiculous. And that's just another example of my belief all along that the federal government should just be completely done away with. And we should only be governed at the state and local level. It was just more proof for me that our federal government is a complete and total clusterfuck. But then I tried to look at it from the other side. Man, I wish I was doing something that the government would want to give me $4.4 million to do. So that got me thinking. The whole business model of televangelist is you don't have to have everyone believe you. You really don't. Think about this. Think about this. If I could find 3,000 people every month to give me $10 every month, how much of an income would that be? Think about it. 3,000 people a month to give me $10 a month. Huh. 3,000 people is really not a lot of people. I think I probably know 3,000 people. Actually, I look through my phone. I have 2,700 contacts in my phone. And that's just people that I have their number. I probably know people, a lot of people that don't have their number. And 3,000 people is such a small, small percentage of the country and a small percentage of the world. You're bound to find 3,000 people that would agree with you on something, right? So I started thinking more about that and I really believe now that every, we shouldn't all have hobbies. We should all have side hustles. Just think about it. We are a consumer-driven country. Everything in our world is about commerce. It's about buying and selling and acquiring and collecting. People are spending money 
every day on shit they don't need. Once they get it, they probably think they don't want. Do you think you spend $10 a month every month on something you don't need or something you don't want? Huh. Why don't you just give that $10 a month to me? I'm your friend. I'll lead you in the right direction, right? So let's think about other things that are set up out there. How many people out there are making money off of Etsy? They're billed as the handmade sales on the internet, right? Everything's custom made. Everything's handmade. So my grandmother, who used to crochet and knit blankets and scarves for people back before the age of the internet and gave them away, she could have sold those. Somebody would have bought those things. They were great. They were awesome. I still have the baby blankets she made me, right? Why do it for free? Why crochet something or knit something for someone and just give it to them? Fuck that. There's Etsy out there. So she could have taken that hobby and probably created quite a, quite a side hustle with it. And not only Etsy, but look at Patreon. <coughs> Excuse me. So Patreon's got people doing what I do, right? And people are paying to listen to podcasts on Patreon. Now, I don't think I'm to that point yet. And I don't think I'm that good at it yet. But if I came up with a great idea for a very specialized podcast, I believe I could put it on Patreon and make money on it. Right? I only need 3,000 people to spend $10 a month. If I can find 3,000 people to give me $10 a month, I can quit my job. Right? How about OnlyFans? Every day, girl next door takes nudie pics of herself. It gets guys to spend $5.99 a month. How many people can you find that'll pay you $5.99 a month if they if you catch their eye? There's side hustles everywhere. We're surrounded by them. I've just got to figure out which one is mine. I really, really, really want this podcast to turn into a side hustle or maybe a different podcast. I've had some ideas over the last several months for uh, pursuing certain businesses and saying, hey, let me interview your employees. Let me talk. But I wanted to kind of get better at this. I wanted better equipment. I think I've got pretty decent equipment now. I think it sounds better than it did when I started because I was recording with my phone and I've done so with my AirPods. And I think they sound okay. But I think now I've kind of dialed it in a little bit and sound a little better. Still could use some work, I'm sure. I'm you know, I'm not a hundred percent yet, but yeah, I think that's what I want my side hustle to be because I already talk all the time, right? I'm sure I can find 3000 people out there that would be willing to listen to me and maybe give me five bucks a month. Who knows? Right? So that's the thought process. Again, I think everyone should have a side hustle. Everyone should have something that they enjoy doing. And that's the big key. You have to enjoy doing it, right? Um, I don't think selling kidneys is a great side hustle, you know, things like that. But 
think about it. Think about if you can make an extra two, three, four thousand dollars a month doing something you really love. How much would that change your life? How much? Um, if every man, woman, and child in this country created something that they could make a thousand dollars a month doing, something that was safe, something that wasn't illegal, something that wasn't, you know, going against whatever your moral beliefs happen to be, because everybody's different. If I thought that somebody would want to see naked pictures of me, you bet your ass I'd be on OnlyFans. But I would probably crash the site. I don't want really to want to do that. So, um, yeah, I think if I, just think about that. Think about if you could find something in your life and you could make $1,000 a month, $1,000 a month, how much that would change your life. That would free you up to actually not feel bad about using your vacation time with your regular gig, right? How many people don't use their vacation time every year because they can't afford to, right? Think about it. This might free you up to do that. An extra $1,000 a month might free you up to do another hobby that you're interested in doing. It might make your life easier. It might make you stress less about money. Who knows? But yeah, I think we're at a point in society where everybody should have a side hustle because we are so capitalistic, we're so commerce-driven that people are willing to pay for anything. And I mean anything. So let's go back in time. Let's uh, look at side hustles of the past, a little history lesson. So I've been on this planet long enough to have seen some pretty weird shit Stuff that I thought was ridiculous, stuff that I thought was cool. Um, but at the end of the day, I've never faulted anyone for making a landfall, making a killing, making a lot of money, coming up with a stupid idea, right? Because it can't be but so stupid if millions of people buy it, right? So let's let's think about things in the past, all right? We live in a world that the pet rock was a million dollar machine. Um, crystals, people buy crystals and hang them around their neck and they think it makes their life better and they pay for that, right? They bought it. They bought those pet rocks. They bought those crystals. We could sit here for days and just talk about ideas that people have had that have just, that they've been million dollar machines. I mean, bottled water. Now, when I was a little kid, there was no such thing as bottled water. You didn't go somewhere and buy a bottle of water, okay? Uh, I drank a lot of water out of water hoses as a kid because I was outside, and that's where the water came from. So uh, when I first saw bottled water start showing up in stores, I thought it was kind of funny, and I realized that uh, people are paying for this stuff. You know, people are paying a dollar for a bottle of water. There was a time, and it may still be true, if you think about it, if you think about how many 16 ounces go into a gallon and so on and so forth, uh, bottled water actually costs more than gas. So everybody over the last few years, is it's calmed down a little bit now, but everybody was in an uproar over the price of gas, but yet they were still buying a bottled water every time they stopped to get gas. So bottled water actually costs more than a gallon of gas. Think about it. 
So that was a novel little concept. And I remember the first um, bottled water that I ever remember seeing in a store. It was Evian, Evian bottled water, which I like. I think there's not a lot of difference in taste between waters, but I think Evian's probably my favorite. But think about it. Evian spelled backwards is naive. Think about that. But they found billions of people were willing. Can't talk this morning. Billions of people were willing to spend billions of dollars on bottled water. So why wouldn't you sell it? Why wouldn't you start a brand? How many brands of bottled water are there now? Right? It's everywhere. Um, the guy who invented, and I assume it was a guy, I don't know, maybe it was a female, sorry. The person who created the Rubik's Cube, right? Did they really think they were going to become a millionaire overnight because of this thing? Probably not, but it happened. And people still playing with Rubik's Cubes. There are contests all over the world. Who's got the fastest skills of solving the Rubik's Cube? That's pretty awesome. Um, things like that, uh, everything that's been created in our life around us that we use every day and take for granted, the iPhone, the, uh, you know, everything we use, somebody had to create that. Somebody had to have the idea. Somebody had to have the ability. Somebody had to have the guts. The guts, I think, is the most important thing because... I've got a lot of ideas, but not a lot of confidence. So for me, that's the hump I've got to get over this year. I've got to have the guts to walk up to someone and say, this is my idea. It's going to work. And I need you to buy into it. That's what I've got to do this year to make this thing a side hustle. So think about that. Um, how many great minds came up with great ideas that we all take for granted now. And they were probably laughed out of the building the first time they mentioned it. Right. How many people out there invented something? You know, let's look at Zuckerberg. Let's look at Facebook. This guy invented something in his dorm in college that literally became the most addictive thing in our generation, right? People can't go 10 minutes without looking at Facebook. It started out for him as a side hustle. He was a college student. Did he think he was going to become a billionaire with this idea? Probably not. Did the people around him think he was going to become a billionaire? Probably even less. But he had the idea. He had the ability and he had the guts. So I'm not ever going to fault Mark Zuckerberg for being a billionaire. If you want to fault Mark Zuckerberg for being a billionaire, maybe you should get the hell off of Facebook. Stop giving him money. All these people out there bitch and complain about um, social media and, oh, it's gone too far and it's destroying our lives. And yet they still have it, right? You don't know all the bullshit that's been said on Facebook unless you have Facebook, right? So 
guts. That's got to be probably the main ingredient to any great idea becoming a sellable product. Guts. I got to work on that. That's that's my goal for this year. I've got to build my confidence up with my side hustle. Because this podcasting thing is going to become a side hustle. I may never make it rich. I may never make enough money to quit my day job, but I'm going to go forward with this thing. And it might not be this particular podcast. When it's all said and done, I might have 10 podcasts. There's no limit. You can't limit me. I can have as many podcasts as I want about as many different things as I want. If I want to do a podcast about golden retriever puppies, I will do it. All right? So, confidence. And I know there's probably somebody listening to me right now who said, I've had this idea for a while. I've had it. It's been in there. I just don't know what to do with it. Figure it out. This is the year. Figure it out. Get your shit out there. Sell it. Do it. We are a society now where you're not getting paid because you have a bachelor's degree. You're not getting paid because you were top in your class when you graduated. You're not getting paid because of your PhDs and whatever other accomplishments you might have. People are getting paid for ideas, okay? The cat that invented the paper clips, grandkids probably still aren't working, okay? I wish I would have said those things to my son. My son is 25. He went to college, probably went to college because he thought that's what he was supposed to do. And I remember I had lunch with him a couple years ago and I apologized to him. I said, I'm really, I'm sorry that I pushed education as hard on you as I did. I should have pushed you to be more creative because he's a pretty creative cat. So, I wish I would have pushed that more because in today's society, those are the people that are the most successful. It doesn't mean they're the happiest people. Some people are happy with education. My brother and my mother both would, nothing would make them happier than for someone to pay them to go to school every day for the rest of their life. They loved it. They loved school. They loved college. They loved everything about it. They would be lifelong students if they could be. Myself, on the other hand, couldn't wait to get out of there. So if I would have had any sense as a kid, I would have said, I'm going to do just enough to get through school, but I'm going to concentrate on being creative. And I thought I was. I played music and um, did other things, but I really kind of wish I would have focused more on just coming up with ideas, thoughts, that maybe I'm the only one that has this thought. Maybe I should do something with it. But the history of side hustles um, is pretty amazing. There's been a lot of geniuses out there. You know, humans are pretty fucking smart until they decide to dumb themselves down, until they decide to not think for themselves. That's why TV evangelists are the kings of side hustles, right? You send me money and I'll tell you what to think. It's beautiful. It's fucking genius when you think about it. It's the ultimate side hustle. I mean, it really is. If I could find somebody to pay me to just express my thoughts and opinions, wow, how awesome would that be? 
uh, might be pretty good at it. You never know. And we have people on um, news channels that get paid millions of dollars to talk about other people's opinions. That's cool too, right? I'm not an inventor. I'm not going to sit down and and reinvent the wheel. I'm not going to invent a, a new engine. I'm not going to be like Elon Musk and invent an entirely new way to travel and get around. I, I don't have that. My brain doesn't work in a mechanical way. Um, my brain works through independent thought and independent ideas. Uh, I am pretty certain that um, I don't let everything around me determine what I truly believe. Because if I did, I would be a monster. Because everybody shoves their opinions down my throat every day. But I'm not going to regurgitate those. I'm not. It's not what I believe. So there's a certain amount of independence that comes. So if you've got a kid who keeps to themselves and they seem to be kind of lost and floating through life and maybe they're playing a lot of video games or maybe they're just deeply involved in something that doesn't make sense to you, maybe it'll come around, okay? My brother, the valedictorian, the software um, engineer, uh, the kid that I thought would never do anything but sit in my mother's basement and play video games, he now gets paid to play video games. That's what he does for a living. He works for a company that has government contracts, and, and he that's what he does. He plays video games all day. So, more power to you, right? I looked at that kid when he was growing up and thought, he's a genius. Why is he wasting his talent? The kid graduated high school with a 4.50 grade point average. Why is he wasting this just playing video games in my mother's basement? <laughs> he sure showed me, right? So I've been judgmental and I've been harsh on people who I thought were undriven and unmotivated. And I kind of confused that with laziness, right? See somebody doing something that doesn't mean anything to me. I guess my brain just says, oh, that person must be lazy. They don't want to do anything that's important. They don't want to do anything of value. Well, they're doing something of value for themselves. And maybe it'll turn into a side hustle. Maybe it'll turn into the next Elon Musk. Wouldn't that be cool? That's another guy that had to have confidence. He had to have the guts to move forward. I'm sure everyone that Elon Musk met when he was a kid probably thought, this is a nutty little dude. What's he going to do with all that nuttiness? Is he going to sit around and play video games? Maybe. We'll see. But, yeah, I'm kind of getting off track here. Get kind of reel it back into the side hustle. But yeah, I think everyone needs one. I've said that before and I'll keep saying that. I'll probably say it all year. I'll probably give you updates all year of where I'm going with my side hustle. Um, every time I see someone come up with just a neat little idea that I've never seen before, I thought, I always think to myself, how does this person's brain work? How did they come up with that? And 
sometimes it's simple. Sometimes it's just like, well, I needed a place to put my shoes. So I created this shoe place that I made it. It's my idea. I didn't think enough of it to say, hey, maybe other people would spend a fortune for this. My girlfriend has tremendous ideas on things. And I would like to see her pursue those more. We talked about it just yesterday. She spent a lot of time in the last several months doing drawings and designing schoolie conversions and tiny house floor plans, thinking for us that we would do this and we probably will. I think we definitely will. But yesterday I had the thought of, you can sell that. Yeah, you don't have to just do it for us. I mean, it's great that you, you want to do it for us, but maybe somebody else would be willing to pay for it. You know, maybe you want a tiny house and no, have no idea how to design one. Would you be willing to pay for someone to do it? I think there's a lot of people out there that'd be willing to pay for someone to do it. Um, she's also really amazing cook and creator in the kitchen comes up with brilliant things all the time that to her, it's just, I'm cleaning out the refrigerator and throwing stuff together. But to everyone who eats her cooking thinks, wow, this is genius. Push that forward. Sell those ideas. People will pay for that shit, right? People will pay for anything if they think there's a value to it. I mean, I'm not a mechanic, right? So when my vehicle breaks down, I have to take it to a mechanic and I have to pay them to fix it. If I knew how to fix everything on my vehicle, I would think, wow, it's ridiculous. Why do you take your vehicle to a garage? Why do you pay somebody to fix it? Why don't you just fix it yourself? Well, not everybody has that. I don't. I can't fix cars. I can change the oil. I can do a tune-up. I can put plugs and wires in it. But overhaul an engine? Overhaul a transmission? No. I can't do that. So I have to pay someone to do it. Right? So the things in your head that come easy that you can do without thinking about it, you probably think, well, anybody can do this. Why would somebody be willing to pay for this? Rethink that. Think again. One thing I've learned in my line of work over the last several years and people, my coworkers have pointed out to me that I have no problems cold calling. I actually enjoy it. That's probably the favorite, my favorite part of what I do. Cold calling, walking up to a total stranger, introducing myself, telling them what we have to offer as a company, assessing their needs for it and putting it all together. I love doing that. And for years, I just assumed that anybody can do that. But I found out in my industry that probably less than 5% of the people who do the same things that I do actually want to do cold calling. They actually want to try and start up a conversation with a stranger. So that's a gift I have. I love cold calling. You know, when I was a kid, and we were selling stuff to raise money for school or for the baseball team or for the soccer travel team or whatever we were doing. I was always the kid that raised the most money. I always won the t-shirt or whatever sort of prize they had for the kid to raise the most money. I, I, I beat my entire school one year in elementary school. 
I raised the most money and I won a Sony Walkman because I just, there wasn't a stranger in my city. I was going to see everybody and I was going to strike up a conversation and I was going to sell them something that they were going to find value in. Right. So if you know how to do something and you're really good at it, you probably take it for granted. You probably think, oh, hell, anybody can do this. No, think about it. Rethink those thought processes and write down, write down the things that you're good at. Write down the things that you're good at and the things that you enjoy doing and go through all of those. I guarantee you, you will find things on that list that don't come easy to everyone else. You'll find things on that list that you do for free every day and don't think about it, but other people can't do it and would be willing to pay for it. Think about that. We're all different. Humans are all different. We're all cut from different cloths. We all come from different mamas, right? There's certain gifts I just do not have. I'm not mechanically inclined. Um, I can't fix shit. I don't have a lot of patience. Putting stuff together, my girlfriend can take an Ikea piece of furniture, pull out the directions, pull out the drill, and she will put it together quickly and perfectly. And I will break shit. I will get frustrated and throw shit. I don't have it. So there's probably people out there that are really good at putting together Ikea furniture. Maybe there are people out there that love Ikea furniture, but they don't have any talent for putting it together and they don't buy it because they know it has to be put together. Well, maybe you should start a team, find two or three other people that know how to put together Ikea furniture. Put yourself a little storefront out somewhere and hey, Bring us your boxes of Ikea furniture. Or just have Ikea deliver it here. And we'll put it together and we'll deliver it to you. How about that? Hmm. Interesting. Just a thought. Again, that's a talent I don't have. If you ever find a place of business that puts together Ikea furniture for people, it won't be mine. I can promise you. You'll be safe to enter. I won't be there. So anyway, just a thought. Just a thought. And I'm going to spend 2021 thinking about what I want to do, what I feel confident in doing, and then taking it to the next level. And I think everyone should do that. I think everyone should have a side hustle, right? There are little kids out there that draw the most incredible artwork on sidewalks in front of their houses and in their driveways. Take them around to the neighbors. Hey, my kid will will color will colorize your driveway for you. Hundred bucks. She'll bring the she'll bring the chalk. Maybe maybe someone's coming home from the hospital and you want a nice little mural of chalk on your driveway. It says welcome home with a bunch of balloons and a bunch of flowers on it. And the kid next door is really good at doing that shit. Side hustle. Okay. I know a guy that lived in an apartment complex and his kid was 10 or 11 years old. And he's like, dad, I want to, 
I want to figure out a way to make my own money. I want to make money for myself. He said, all right, I got an idea. Go around to every neighbor that, that we have and offer to carry their trash to the dumpster in the back of the complex for them. See if they, see if anybody bites. A month later, this kid was making $50, $60 a week carrying bags of trash. He was willing to do the work. He probably enjoyed it. I think uh, he got to where he was doing it with his skateboard. Hey, so he got to skateboard and make money. He got paid to skateboard. It's a side hustle. Everybody has the capability of doing one. And our society is built perfectly for it because everybody wants to buy shit. And everybody wants to pay for the stuff that they either don't have the time, the energy, or the know-how to get done. I've often thought, I've got a really old pickup truck that was my grandfather's. And I've often thought that I would put a sign on it that says, I will haul off anything, get rid of anything, or move anything. And just put a phone number on it and see what happens. See who calls. I mean, people do it, right? People, landscaping is a huge deal right now, right? It's huge. Everywhere I go in traffic, there's some landscaping company with a trailer with a couple of zero-turn lawnmowers on it and weed eaters, right? You know why that is? I'll tell you why that is. Because the baby boomers are all now getting to retirement age. And when you get to retirement age, you really don't want to cut your own grass anymore. How many landscapers out there do you know that do it either as a side hustle or if it is their full-time gig, it started out as a side hustle? Now, they're not doing rocket science. They're mowing fucking grass, okay? This past year, I started paying somebody to cut my grass for the first time in my life. Not because I can't cut my grass. I've been doing it for 47 years at that point. I can cut grass. I just wanted to free up some time. And it sounded like a good deal. $60 every two weeks to free up something that took me an hour and a half to two hours every 10 days to do. It was worth it to me. I found value in it. Okay. Now, the person that I'm paying to do it, it's a side hustle for him. But he's become so successful at it that over the next couple of years, it might not be a side hustle anymore. So, there it is. He found an opening. He found people that found value in what he was doing. There's ideas everywhere. I'm not a genius. I'm not very creative. I just came up with a couple ideas off the top of my head. Really? You're going to send your kid out with chalk to decorate people's driveways? Welcome home, happy birthday, whatever their event is in their life that they want a little decoration. Who knows? It might be a good idea. If you do it, please give me some credit back. Anyway, that's about all I've got right now. I just had these thoughts, had these thoughts for a while. Go out, find your side hustle. The things that you take for granted that you can do, the things that you do every day that you don't even have to think about are things that other people might not be able to do 
you know, probably willing to pay for. So, hey, you can call somewhere, join a service every month and have meals sent to your house. And all you got to do basically is warm them up. I wouldn't pay for that. That seems stupid to me. I love to cook. Millions of dollars have been made doing that shit. It has. Think about it. Anyway, I'm done. Thanks for listening. Uh, If this was your first time, I hope you enjoyed it. hope you keep coming back. I'm going to keep trying to pump out two or three of these a week. And uh, if you have come back to listen again, thank you very much. I greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to reach out to me in any way uh, for any reason, uh, if you want to tell me that I suck, if you want to tell me that I'm the greatest thing ever, please do. Uh, You can reach out by email. My email address is that's what I'm screaming podcast at gmail.com. No capital letters, no punctuation, just that's what I'm screaming podcast at gmail.com. Or you can catch me at the that's what I'm screaming Instagram page. Shoot me a DM, shoot me a comment, whatever you feel like doing. Um, now get out there and find your side hustle. That's what I'm screaming. <laughs>